I have something that I absolutely have to get off my chest. So I'm going to give it to you, and I'll give it to you the way I got it. Um, very few of us get out of here alive without being rudely slammed down by some sort of adversity. But there is an old saying that adversity has a peculiar way of introducing yours to yourself. You see, once upon a time in this vast and frozen wasteland, in the bitter end of this past century, in a cabin on Easter Sunday, I awoke from a pre-dawn slumber with a killer headache. It was the worst headache of my entire life. I was stumbling and bumbling around and headed for the front door when my brother intercepted me and reached out and said, what's wrong? Our eyes had met, but the pupils in his steely blue eyes were met by tears and anguish in disguise, and just like that, boom, I blew a head gasket. I felt a sharp pain racing down my spine, and I collapsed into his arms. He hoisted me right back up, but laid me right back down and was on it with repetitive amounts of CPR and supplemental oxygen. Once I regained my sense of sensibility, he stopped to admire his handiwork and withdrew a gasper out of his breast pocket. And he began to smoke. And then I quit breathing. So he is back at it again with a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and here I am. So in a sense, I was revived, survived, and dare I say, dare I say I thrived on secondhand smoke. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, I was screaming down the tote cutoff at 75 miles an hour when suddenly the ambulance driver punched it to 90. How do I know? Because I know. But as fate would have it, and as you all know, I did not die. I was stabilized at Crossroads Medical Center in Glen Allen, Fast forward to Providence Hospital where I was diagnosed with a grade five brain aneurysm. The prognosis was not good. It was felt that this aneurysm could not be appropriately treated in Anchorage and that recovery would be much greater if I were sent to Seattle. Well, it was a little bit too late for that, but I do remember seeing a priest in Seattle. The morning sun had filtered through his Venetian blinds and bounced off his head as he bent down to ask, do you fish, David? I've always wanted to go to Alaska and catch a king salmon. I looked up. I gave him a thumbs up. He gave me my last rites and nodded. And then, out of nowhere, a big, burly male nurse appeared from behind me and lowered my bed to the horizontal position wheeled around, grabbed the defibrillators and pressed them upon my chest and jump-started my heart and it was lights out. I don't remember a thing for three weeks. When I awoke, I was stuffless. I had no stuff at all. I spent 11 hours in brain surgery. I was paralyzed from the waist down and I could see, but I did not know what I was looking at. And I could hear and I really didn't know what I was listening to. I could speak, but I really didn't know what I was saying. And my memory, forget about it. What is that? But in comparison to what I lost, I've gained a whole lot more. And what it was that I really lost really was not even worth having. And I'm thankful for the things I gained rather than being 
resentful over the things I had lost. And I am most appreciative, not for what separates me from society, but what sets me apart. And the reality of a clinically proven traumatic brain injury has made that a possibility. I've had deficits, I've had a disability, and I've had a pretty good excuse, but the trick is not to use it. And instead of saying, why me, why me, why did this happen to me? I say, why not me? And instead of using my disability as a crutch, I have chosen a sword and shield instead, and I have been fighting the good fight. And this is the good fight. And it's one thing to stand up and boast and declare that is it, I have conquered the world, but it is quite another to know that this world has not conquered me. And when life threw me a curveball, I did not duck. I went down swinging, and I may be down, but I am not out, and I have been in extra innings for about, for about 20 years. I don't have any heroes. All of my heroes are at the next level. But every once in a while, I think about the guy who was riding the bike who only had one leg. I was four months post-operative when I left Alaska to spend the next nine months in America with extended family. But before I left, I took the tools I learned from my therapist and I applied them to the local talent. And he said, walk. Walk wherever you go, and so I did. But on one bright, sunny, cheerful summer day, a bicyclist passed me by, and this is not so unusual. However, he only had one leg. The lower limb of his opposite leg was MIA. It was missing in action. His black polyesters dangled and danced aimlessly into the wind, and his long white ponytail was feeling fairly fashionable on the back of his white long sleeve shirt. But as he breezed on by, I could tell that he did not care. He was on a mission. He was on a mission from God. He made my disability seem insignificant and most everybody else's non-existent. Suddenly I began to wonder who put him on that bike and where was he going? And what was he gonna do when he got there? And who was gonna be there to greet him and say, good job, old man? He was stuffless, he had no stuff at all. But in fact, he really did. He had the good stuff. He had the right stuff. And he didn't know me. He didn't know my name. But I know him. I know him well. He's the guy who was riding the bike, who only had one leg, and who did not wear a helmet. <laughs> but in fact, he really did. But the kind of helmet he wore is not fashionable in today's fuel-injected and shot-resistant society. But I've seen it. I call this peculiar and non-typical type of headgear a halo. Oops, this is a true story. It's all true, everybody's true, except the part about the halo. I just threw that in to jazz it up to capture your interest. But every once in a while, I think about that guy who was riding the bike who only had one leg. And I wonder if he realizes what kind of an impact he has made on my life. Maybe he does and maybe he doesn't, but that's my story. That's it.